Over the last two days, we've been going over naming your business. We talked about words and non-words and then how they relate to food or they don't relate to food. So it gave you four different types of names you could call your business. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about marketing, creating a tagline to help explain what your business is about. Today, we're going to talk about the five key things that your marketing has to do when it concerns your name and then also when it concerns naming menu products on your menu. Welcome to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. My name is Bill Moore. I am a food truck business coach, author of five food truck vending books, including Food Truck 101 and Food Truck 201. This podcast is all about helping you start and grow your food truck business. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So there's five key aspects when it comes to naming, whether it's your business or it's a product you're going to be carrying. And then we're going to talk about how they relate to the marketing effort. So those five key aspects are the name has to be persuasive, memorable, distinctive, relevant, and hopefully creates some type of emotional tie. So in persuasive, all names can be persuasive no matter what they are. However, they have to have a degree of congruency to be effective and to be remembered. Congruency is the name relating to a product that makes sense to the brain. That's all congruency is. It makes sense to you. makes sense to the brain. Persuasion comes in when the name is slightly, and I'm going to stress that, slightly incongruent. This incongruency builds interest. It triggers curiosity. The brain then links a very pleasant sensation of curiosity with the business. Because now you're a little bit unique. You're a little bit different. Incongruent names require a little bit more brain power. And because we're using more brain power, it creates a stronger link to the business once that aha moment occurs, when we realize what the incongruency was and we associate it with that business. So here's some examples. You decide to name your business and it's going to be a made up word. We already explained made up words are acceptable. But you pick a made up word that is so far out there, no one knows what it is. So now the brain is really confused. Well, what is this? What do they sell? What do they do? And if there's no indication like a tagline, they're lost. So imagine seeing your social media name, and it's only the name of your business without any kind of tagline or definition. They don't know what you sell. They don't know what you're about. So now they're confused, and the longer they're confused, the more incongruent the name becomes to the point of frustration, and then they don't care. Now you could go the whole other direction and make your business name so obvious that it's boring. You decide to name your business Big Burgers. Okay, well, you haven't given me a puzzle to solve, and you're just boring. So you got to be in between those two extremes. It can't be so far out there that it can't be figured out, but it can't be so on the nose that I'm bored with it, because it becomes ho-hum. So what makes for a highly persuasive name is moderate incongruency. It creates that puzzle, but we can solve the puzzle relatively quickly. It's got to be memorable. Research shows that descriptive names are the least memorable. And you're going, but how is that possible? Well, according to our brain, 
a brand resembles a proper name. And a proper name, again, will be like Bill or John or Fred or Mary. And it just makes sense because it's a proper name. Proper names identify the characteristics of a person. So when we see Bill, we know Bill is, is tall. We know Bill is old. He has gray hair. So we start to associate those things with what we can visually see. And the proper name just creates an image in our mind. But if you think about it, we just don't use really descriptive proper names. When was the last time that you met somebody whose first name was Tall? I'm sure there are people out there with that first name, but it's not a common first name. Or have you met somebody whose full name was Tall Blonde Woman? Sounds like somebody's going to be a movie star, but that's not a common name because it's too descriptive to be a proper name. Too many adjectives there. So to be memorable, the name can't be so descriptive. Our brain has trouble encoding it as a name because it's a series of adjectives. The descriptive nature complicates the, the encoding process. So tall, blonde woman, what's the image that comes up? Even if you met someone whose name literally was that, you get confused the next time you meet somebody else who was tall and blonde and female because that's not their name. Now, I understand descriptive names can work, but they need to convey a feeling in addition to the literal meaning. So like in our world, we have Burger King, which is way more memorable than just having a sign that says consume burgers because that's what burger king wants you to do they want you to eat burgers but because they call it burger king now you're imagining what that entails what could that be what makes their burgers the king of burgers now if you notice when i said consume burgers that's very descriptive but again it is not distinctive and that's the next section distinctive food truck owners tend to name their business in a very descriptive manner picking featured foods, and then making a part of the name. And I'm going to say this again. Descriptive names are not distinctive. It's basically a yawn. Yesterday I talked about naming a business Bill and Rick's Waffles. That's super descriptive, but it's also really boring because it says there's these two dudes that make waffles. Not exciting in the least. It's not a distinctive name. If anything, it's probably a really common name, and I imagine if you search it, there's probably somebody out there who has a business named Bill and Rick's Waffles or Bill and Rick's something, some kind of food. So you see it becomes a balancing act be between being descriptive, but being distinctive. And that's where marketing comes into play. When we make things distinctive, then we've got to have that connection and to give them that association with our food. The next thing that your naming should also include is relevant. And here's a very important distinction from using food relevant words. Relevance isn't meaningfulness. So let's take an example. Let's talk about apple. Okay, when I said the word apple, since we typically are talking about food, you're thinking, okay, apples means that little crunchy thing that falls off of trees. Or you may have thought about an iPad or an iPhone. See, we're dealing with food trucks, but when you capitalize the A in apple, now you have a brand name. And it has absolutely nothing to do with food, which makes it a word, a real word, but it's irrelevant to the computer industry, except if you understand why Apple was given the name it was given. It was given the name because that meant it was creative, it was innovative, it was unique. So they used a non-computer related word in a new way to represent what they were as a business. Creative, innovative, and unique. So you can certainly do that with your naming convention. But again, how deep is your marketing budget to be able to get people to make that connection? The next section or the next area that your name needs to address would be emotional. 
Word irrelevant names convey the most emotion because of their metaphorical nature. Think about your brand as being fresh or delicious or fast or friendly or sanitary. Those are five different concepts that are not necessarily tied together by a single word in the dictionary. Yet most of the food service industry identifies with those concepts. And again, those combinations were fresh, delicious, fast, friendly, sanitary. Five different things there. So how do you put those five different things into the name of your food truck? Those five different emotional concepts. People want fresh food. They want it to taste really good. People want it fast. And I've had this discussion many times. People want their food fast. People want to be waited on by friendly folks. And they want to see or at least feel like your business is clean and sanitary. So how do you combine all that? Well, let's take the waffles we were talking about yesterday and the day before. We're going to have a waffle business. How about instead of naming it all those examples I gave you the other day, how about we name it CRISP? C-R-I-S-P with an exclamation point. CRISP. CRISP is a word that has many different meanings. Obviously, the crunch of a freshly prepared waffle would be crisp. Now we're talking about delicious. Your refrigerator, if you think about it, probably has a crisper drawer for vegetables. And what are vegetables in your crisper drawer? Most likely they're fresh because you put frozen food in the freezer. So you have your fresh vegetables in the crisper. Crisp can also be used to describe something that's deft or powerful. And that would include being fast. Crisp can also be very neat, very lively, very brisk. So now we're covering fast and friendly again. And of course, crisp can mean notably sharp, clean cut, and clear, which now talks to sanitary or cleanliness. Crisp as a name for a waffle business implies food, but it also creates a little bit of a mind puzzle. What does this dude mean by crisp? What's crisp? And there's where our potential guests start to wonder about what food are we referring to on the food truck that's crisp. One bite of the freshly prepared waffle and they hear that snap of the golden brown crust, they know why it was named crisp. But if they really start to think about it, there's all those different areas I mentioned just a second ago. Each of those attributes listed creates an emotional connection and then the deeper meaning of the word crisp as it relates to the food and the food truck. Now it's a cohesive brand. So there's really many things to consider when you're naming your business. One of the things would be ease of trademark. And then all the things I just mentioned today. Now, one last thing I want to talk about. So remember, all those things that I talked about today included persuasive, memorable, distinctive, relevant, emotional. Now let me add one more thing I want you to think about when you're naming your business. And that's going to be the future. What's it going to be like tomorrow? Had we named our business Bill and Rick's Waffles, now we're pigeonholed. We have to sell waffles. Or we're going to be having to rename our business and rebrand the thing. You may love hamburgers. I love hamburgers. And you may want to sell hamburgers for the rest of your life. And that's awesome if you do. But think about what happens if you decide when you turn 40 or 50 or 60 and your doctor says, hey, you might not want to eat all those hamburgers. They're causing you problems with your health. You might need to change. So do you want to continue to sell something you know in good conscience that might be making other people have the same health issues you have in the future? Or do you want to completely change your whole menu? And now you got to change your whole name. The bottom line is your business name is one of the first decisions you're going to make concerning your food truck. And you may even give names to your food using the same information we've outlined here, giving names to all your menu products. What matters most, and I said this from day one, you have to be proud when you say, I am the owner of Crisp, or welcome to Crisp, would you like to try one of our fantastic waffles? A well-ran food truck operation uses their name across the menu 
and in their greetings to the guests. So you're going to be saying your name a lot. So does it bring a little tear to your eye when you say it? Does it make you super proud? Just like the first time you saw one of your kids take a step. The first time you heard him say mama or dada. Got to have that same feeling when you name your business. So pick a name that makes you well up with pride. Because it's going to be sticking around with you, hopefully, for many, many years to come. Thank you so much for listening to the 10-Minute Food Truck Training Podcast. If you're finding all the information helpful to your food truck business, please become a monthly supporter of the podcast. Just hit the support button or follow the link in the description. Every little bit does help keep us going. Join our Facebook group. It's called Food Truck Training. We have a whole bunch of awesome members at all different levels, from brand new beginners to decades old veterans. They've all got your back when it comes to helping you with your food truck. And again, thank you for listening. Come back tomorrow because you know I got plenty more to say when it comes to helping you and your food truck business grow.